You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Happy Friday, church family. Today we have Ben, and of course we have Will Wall with us again, and they're going to be talking about God's character. Hey, Will, I know that when we learned uh, about God's character in seminary, one of the ways that you talk about God's character is what they called the attributes of God. Do you remember that? I do. And so essentially the attributes of God are qualities that God possesses in himself. And uh, I just, what I'd like to do is I just want to introduce our church to a few of these. And so if we have a practical theology class at Carterville soon, which I think we should, uh, I would teach through these kinds of topics as we try to get to know our God better. So if you think that God is sort of one-dimensional or if he's just sort of become stale to you, let me expand your thinking. Here are a few of the things that we think about. God is independent. He exists all by himself and always has. He's eternal outside of time. He is all-powerful. He is all-present. He is all-knowing. He's a perfect unity in himself, unity and diversity as a trinity. God is spirit. He is always everywhere, can't be confined by space or matter. He knows all things. God has knowledge. He is wise and makes perfect decisions always. He's entirely truthful. He possesses goodness and is entirely good. Uh, he is the source of love, and He possesses love. He has mercy, grace, patience. You could study the holiness of God. You could study the peace of God. You could study God's own righteousness. How about this one? A holy jealousy, like jealousy that is a good thing. God is jealous. He says it in the Scripture. You could study the wrath of God, scary but necessary. You could study the freedom of God. He is the only thing that exists in the cosmos that truly is free and can do whatever He designs. He he has will. You could study the will of God. Uh, not Will Wall, my partner today, but God's God's will. He has power. He has perfection, uh, blessedness, beauty, and glory. And so every good thing that I love and enjoy is a reflection of the Creator God who made it. Like There's more of God than we would ever imagine. And if you wanted to begin to study God's nature and character, God's attributes and qualities, it would be a study that would be worth your life. And I hope that you will, uh, church family, as you're scattered on mission, I hope you'll spend some time contemplating the God that we love. Now, Will is going to help walk through some of the attributes of God uh, for us. So, Will, you want to help us out today? Yeah, I, th- I think two that come to mind whenever we think about God, obviously, is we think God is love. Right. Which is... One of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, we, we love thinking about that. But on the flip side of that, we see that God is also wrath. Okay, one of our least favorites. Yeah, and we kind of break that down into the the wrathful God, that's Old Testament God, and Love God, He's New Testament God, and and I don't I don't think that's accurate for us to do that. It is entirely inaccurate. Well, in fact, on Tuesday, um, in our Tuesday Bible study for our, uh, my retired adults, I love my Tuesday Bible study. I, I spent some time talking to our church family about how we cannot allow people to say that anymore. We've got to recognize that the God of the Old Testament is the same God of the New Testament. Like He is full of grace and mercy in both Testaments. He's also jealous and full of wrath in both Testaments. So, good point, my friend. Yeah, and I think we we see wrath as something that, hey, we don't really understand God's wrath. Right. So it's easier for us just to say, well, that's the old that's the old God. Uh, or that's the Old Testament God. He was mad at, at certain people. And uh, New Testament God, he's provided love for us. Um, I think we also need to understand that uh, God is still very wrathful. He doesn't stop being full of wrath. Um, if we're going to believe in the attributes of God and the character of God, 
how do we understand God as wrath? It has his wrath. What what is he? What's he mad about? Well, obviously, if he's righteous, then sin is incredibly offensive to him, and so. There has to be a payment for sin. So it makes sense that God is wrathful towards sin, that God intensely hates all all sin. Which I think it, what's interesting is when we talk about God being wrath and the church kind of cringes and says, oh, let's don't talk about that. Wait, 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 stop, stop. That's necessary. Imagine a world where we did not hate what is evil. Like imagine a world where we, we didn't detest rape or child slavery, abuse or bullying. Like, can you imagine a world where there was no wrath against sin, where we did not intensely hate injustice? Does that make sense? Sure. So the wrath of God, you know, seems scary at first, and it is, but it's also beautiful and a necessary part of God's character, and you could not enjoy a world apart from it, in my opinion. And I think it's also the reason why God sent his son, Jesus, we look at that and say, well, no, God sent his son because he loved the world. Right. But we also, we understand that Jesus paid the price for God's wrath. And in fact, we would we, we say in the church all the time that God, uh, in Christ, Jesus took the wrath of God upon himself. We sing about it. We yep. read scripture about it. We talk about it. I'm not sure we fully understand it. Not that we're supposed to fully right, understand right. it. But he bore our sin, the very thing that God hated Jesus became. So one thing that's one thing that's important about the, the attributes of God is to recognize that we're not saying that with all these facets of God's character, we're not saying that God is moody. In other words, it's not that God is loving on Tuesday and then wrathful on Wednesday, you know, or that He's beautiful on Thursday and has His perfection on full display Thursday evening. Rather, it is God is always all these attributes all the time um, in all of His being. He is always loving. He is always wrathful. He doesn't. He doesn't change like the seasons, and he's not moody. Um, so while God is loving, he is also wrathful. While God is wrathful, he is also loving. Fair statement? Yeah, uh, of course. And he's he's also very patient. I think we see that in his oh, mercy man. and his grace, that, that God is very patient and that we deserve his wrath, but yet he's very patient about it. Two of my favorite passages that I give our church family today, you know, one is in Second Peter, uh, where we are taught that God's choice to linger in the return of Jesus, to give us more time here, it is that his patience gives us time for repentance, like for us to see more of his, more of his creation come to repentance and be saved before he returns. Uh, also, is in, in Romans, that in God's patience, uh, he allowed the sins committed beforehand to go unpunished until he, he sent Christ so that he could be, on the one hand, just, and at the same time, the justifier of those who sinned. So God's patience on full display. Hey, another another one of the attributes that I want to spend just a second on, and it seems a little peculiar, is jealousy. So jealousy is typically something that we think of as, as a negative thing. It's a no-no. That's right. Because we're usually thinking about, you know, the jealous husband, you know, that is uh, paranoid, or the the middle school boyfriend that is so jealous that you can't have friends anymore, or we're almost always taking a really, really bad example of jealousy and latching, latching onto that, right? And, and it, it's woven in also with covetousness. Sure, sure. So there's this, this idea that you're jealous of the neighbor. You're or coveting the, your neighbor. Absolutely. That's right. Okay, so God can't covet because God is perfection in himself. He has every single good thing. So he can't covet. It's impossible. All right, so God's jealousy is not an unhealthy jealousy. It's not a covetous uh, jealousy. It's not a shallow jealousy. He's not insecure in himself, and therefore he needs your full attention. No, 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 no. That's, that's not it. So is there a, 
a good jealousy? Absolutely, there's a good jealousy. And so, in so the Bible, the Bible tells us that God is a jealous God. He will not share our affection uh, with an idol. And He's been very clear about that from the beginning of His gathering of His people. That He does not want to share His people with idols. He will not let us chase after a counterfeit God. So um, the way that I like to think about this, if God is the chief end of man, and if His glory uh, is a superior thing in all the cosmos, then if God allowed us to share our love and affection, to share our, our faith between him and a counterfeit God, a demon or a pagan or an abstract idea or anything, then he would willfully be watching us squander our soul. But God's jealousy is that he will not share us with another God. And that is actually a beautiful and good thing because God is the chief good and the chief end of the cosmos. So if God was not jealous if he willfully watched us squander our souls uh, by chasing after some counterfeit or second-rate God or pursuit, that would actually be a shame. And so the fact that God is jealous is actually a wonderful and beautiful thing. So while our church is scattered on mission, I want to encourage you to have wonder at this God that we believe in, that we love and cherish. And also, just in an awareness of his jealousy today, don't share your soul with any false God, with the American dream or any sense of idolatry. Don't chase after the almighty dollar. Fall in love with the almighty God. And don't share your soul and your affection with any other. He is jealous over you. He loves you. And he is the chief good for your life. So chase after this God. Wise words. Thank you, Ben. Hey, Will, thanks for being with us. I appreciate what you do as our mission strategist. Thanks for being with us all week, man. You've been a blessing to me. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, good to see you. All right, church family, may God bless you. I can't wait to see you on Sunday.